Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Gruber. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kathy Gruber. And I'm Jason Mefford. And today we thought we'd talk about something that we all have to deal with. Poops. Yeah, 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 exactly, right? Okay. Every sing- well, ho- hopefully every single day you're dealing with that if your body's re- regulating as it needs to, right? Um, but no, saboteurs oh. and challenges. That's mm. what we want to talk about today, right? Uh, because, you know, there's, there's, uh, we all experience this. We all have different challenges that come along to us. Um, we all have these little saboteurs that come along and seem to disrupt what we're trying to do. And so we wanted to dig into that a little bit today because um, a lot of times we blame instead of taking responsibility for those things when they end up happening. Yeah. Yeah, it's not uncommon. And I know in our in coaching, at least when I do it, we talk quite a bit about the saboteur. Uh, it's you know, sometimes encouraged you don't want to bring it up because you don't want them to be constantly in the saboteur. But to me, unless you acknowledge that it exists and you name it, you can't get rid of it. So what is that? Is that self-doubt? Is that messages from your parents? What is it inside you that's keeping you from reaching that goal? And of course, there's a reason we're talking about this. I was trying to get to my office today and there was a giant truck in the alley and I stopped and it's like, okay, I have a choice. How do I respond to this? Do I try to get around the truck? Ooh, that was iffy. Big telephone pole could have scratched the car. Do I go around the block? Do I, and I finally decided their truck's blocking my way. I'm going to park in their parking lot. So my car's in a different parking lot today. But it's like, we have options of, but it's just like anything else. We have options of, do we give up? I mean, frankly, I could still be sitting in the alley going, why isn't this guy moving? I solved the problem because I knew I had something to do. So when dealing with a saboteur, it's like, can you get rid of the saboteur completely? And if not, what are your other options? How do you go around what this big block is in your life? Well, and like you said, you use the word respond. That's, that's the important word, right? Is that... Um, <laughs> you know, really it kind of goes back to some of the stuff we've talked about before, right? Yeah. When one of these things comes along, you know, first off, back of the brain, fight, flight, or freeze, right? And so again, you know, you could have just sat in your car, crossed your arms, maybe flipped them off. I don't know, whatever, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to move. You got to move. You're in my way. Right. You can do all of that stuff. That's really not going to change the situation at all. Uh-uh right? Um, and, and we do have the ability to choose and to be responsible, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think that, uh, you know, we have much more control than we believe. Yep. And so one of the things that one of my mentors says is, is about having influence over the conditions of your life. Ah. We may not be able to control all of the conditions, but we can influence the conditions. And obviously we can respond or choose to respond to the different conditions that come up. Yeah, absolutely. And don't think I didn't have some words for the truck. (laughs) There were some words because I was rushing to get here. Um, Now here's, here's the thing though. I'm familiar with this neighborhood. So I happen to know 
that running parallel to the alley that I have to go down to get to my office because my door faces this back alley. Um, there's a whole neighborhood with this connection of streets. So if the alley's blocked, I know I simply go whoop and I come in the alley the other way. Mm -hmm. That comes from experience and knowledge. I also know the manager of the store. They're not going to tow my car. So one of the things that made this adaptation easy for me is the knowledge and the experience that everything's going to work out fine. If you don't know that there's that, that other route, it's going to freak you out a little bit. So what I found is the more experiences we have and the more we learn, and the more we talk about people, the more adaptable we seem to be in dealing with these blocks and these saboteurs. Yeah. So what, what would you say is your biggest saboteur, Jason? <laughs> oh, come on. Do we have to air all the dirty laundry? No, I think, I think one that comes back <laughs> to me a lot is uh, that, that everybody deals with is some of the self-doubt, right? That, that, that sometimes we, we want to do something, but deep down inside, there's that little ego part of us that's like, oh, no, 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 it's different. It's change. You've never done that before. You might die. Well, we're not going to die, <laughs> right? But, but there's, the, there's that constant kind of fighting with that ego state that wants you to keep doing the same thing. But as, as you're trying to grow, as you're trying to develop, you know, there's a, there's an air of vulnerability that comes out with that. And we all have self-doubt. I mean, I've listened oh, yeah. to, you know, famous people, you know, very talented musicians, actors, other people like this. And, you know, from the outside world, you would think, oh, they've got all their shit together. They know exactly what they're doing. Look at how confident they are. And they still have periods of that imposter syndrome of yeah. feeling like I'm not good enough. You know, this last song I put out, oh, I don't know. It's not really that good, you know, and then it ends up being a number one hit. Right. Right. So, so we all kind of tend to do that. And so each time that comes up, you know, you have to kind of stop. And like you said, look, everything is going to be fine. Right. Mm -hmm. I've gone through this. I've done this how many times before, um, in different ways, everything is going to be okay. I just have to choose and move forward and not worry about it. Just trust. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend who gave me some really good advice. My dad was in the hospital and I was tremendously upset. This was probably about a year before he actually passed away. So he ended up being okay, but I was, I was a mess and I was standing in his office and I was crying and he had his arms around me and he said, you're going to be okay. And I said, what if my dad's not okay? And he said, regardless of whether your dad's okay, you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I kind of stopped and went, yeah. So I realized whether or not I get the speaking gig, whether or not I get the whatever, I'm going to be okay. Uh, there isn't a personal threat to me in that failure or that feedback or whatever that is. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of the same as you. It's, it's the self-doubt and mine sort of comes out in the, uh, why are you bothering? It's not going to work anyway. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. I convince myself of, I'm not in the right frame of mind to write that right now. Like I'll sit down to write a speaking proposal and I swear to God, words don't work in my head. Like, ah, you know, they might, my cat might as well just be pushing letters. Um, and I've realized that I do this tapping thing that Mike taught us. Yep. And I switch ego states into I'm in work mode, Kathy. So what I'll do is I will find something that triggers that ego state. I'll do that first, whether it's responding to an email or doing the dishes, something that brings me into that organizational mindset. 
and then I will go back and write what I need to write or I'll dictate it because I'm just, for some reason, I guess because I'm a speaker and I'm a visual kinesthetic, that walking around my house and dictating what I want to say, it actually helps it flow better. So it's important to find those workarounds. It's important to find what is going to um, work for you. And there have been times in hypnosis or in coaching where I've had the person slaughter the, uh, the saboteur. What does it look like? What does it sound like? What is that voice you're hearing? What do you, you have the sword of organization and you slice its head off or, you know, we do this whole sort of visualization of how are we getting rid of the saboteur or make its voice a Mickey Mouse voice. Because if you constantly hear your father in your head going, you're a loser, you're a loser, you're a loser. And that influences every next step you take. If you suddenly hear, you're a loser, you're a loser, you're a loser, it becomes funny. And you go, <laughs> oh, it doesn't bother me at all, you know. <laughs> well, because because it, the the what we perceive as that physical threat is not a physical threat. It's it's a subconscious issue, right? And so again, you know, some of those things like making just giving it a funny voice. <laughs> you know, whatever you want to do. With it. <laughs> funny voices. Right <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> do one whole episode on that. You know, give it a funny voice. Do something else. I mean, there's a lot of different techniques for that. Um, you know, as, as j just to try to make it go away. The other thing is, is, as you even said, you know, cause I get this, I get this a lot too, you know, I'm trying to do copy on the website and it's the same thing. You know, you feel like you've got that, that writer's block. Well, some of the things we've talked about before, you know, with how doing things like the tapping, mm -hmm. you know, that you were talking about with Mike or having some kind of totems or other stuff like that, that kind of gets you, to show up into that ego state, mm -hmm. right? Um, helps again, kind of remind you that, look, you know, this is a person that's got to show up right now. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. I'm getting it done. And, you know, when I get it done, then I can go back to being, you know, the other ego state that I want to, but right now yeah. I'm going to push through um, because whatever fear we might be feeling is not real anyway right fear false evidence appearing real yep. you know and i always ask people what do i know to be true um we're not going to get it anyway do you know that to be true because if you do then you might want to rethink your entire career if you know that everything you try is not going to work and it's mm -hmm. interesting i caught myself um i caught myself being very distruthful distruthful Untruthful. sure it's a word you just said it distruthful <laughs> It's true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to get into my I'm always right ego state. It is distruthful. It anyway, is I caught myself being sort of mean to myself. I, would all, I was always saying to people, God, if I just had more time and money, if I just had more time and money, I would have an award-winning speaking group. If I just had more time and money. And then COVID hit and I had more time than I knew what to do with and didn't do jack shit. And it's like, wow, I had all the time that I said I needed to get this stuff done. Did I do it? No. So then I have to look at that. Do I really want to do those things? What is the block that's keeping me from doing those things? Is it the ego state that's like, woohoo, going to the beach with a boyfriend? Or is it the, eh, it's not going to work anyway, or eh, no one's going to read the book anyway, or eh, what, it, why didn't I do these things? Now, some of them I got done, but why didn't I do these things I said I wanted to do? what is that block? And I really have to sit with that. If I, if I truly want to succeed and I want to know myself, which to me is the key to everything, 
why didn't I do those things? So ask yourself, why aren't you doing those things? Is it the saboteur or do you not really want to do that thing in the first place? What do you want? Which to me is an important question. Well, it is. And to push past it, you know, like you said, is, is, um, you know, it goes back to that, you know, so, so many of us say, what, you know, when I have this, then I'll do that. And then I'll be this person. Mm -hmm. Right. And you got to flip that Right. back around right i mean yeah. we've talked about that before you're never going to have those things unless you first be the person yeah. right so again that's where we come back to some of the ego states and other stuff is just show up and pretend yeah. if you have to in the meantime just be who that person would be to have those things and then you'll find yourself doing those things that that being would do, which yeah. of course is going to lead to the having of those things. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's, um, it's easy to say, it's very simple. It's easy to say, it's sometimes hard to do the simple things. Yeah. And that's why you just got to show up each day and fight and be the warrior and kind of push through until we, we end up having what we want at the end of the day. And it's interesting, we were talking about ego states, and I know we've had Mike on talking about ego states, and you and I have talked about ego states. For those of you listening or watching who are going, what the hell are you guys talking about? Go back and watch one of the ego state ones. It's going to make <laughs> so much more sense because it's, it's such a huge part of who we are and what we do. So my, one of my dominant states is the Capricorn. Mm -hmm. She's great. She keeps me organized. She keeps me on track. She keeps, she's how I got my PhD, and I've written all the books. And you know, she's the, this is the Capricorn. Very strict, very driven, very organized. Her shadow side is very judgmental, very harsh, no break. It's very nasty. And if I don't get done what I say I'd like to do, she pops in, stupid loser. Why didn't you do that thing? You know, she gets very critical. And I was telling my boyfriend, Eric, that the other day. And I said, you know, I'm starting to feel like crap because I say I want to do all these things and I'm not. And my Capricorn is there. And he's sitting there and he finally looks at me and he goes, I don't. I think I like your Capricorn. <laughs> she doesn't sound like a nice person. She's kind of, she makes you not feel good. And I went, yes, in her worst, she makes me not feel good. In her best, she keeps me on task. She keeps me organized. So what I realized is there's this other ego state, my manager, who, if you just give him the list of things to do, he's very gentle and he's very good at saying, hey, why don't we do three things today? You don't have to get all 30 done. So I've realized there's this almost sort of subset of Capricorn, which is this very nice, kind of looks like my dad, you know, bald with the glasses, which is very kind and like organized and very little fastidious, kind of nerdy little, oh my God, it looks just like you. Nerdy is God. No, that's what I was going to say. Bald glasses. Hey, here we go. All right. <laughs> no, it's more like my dad. But Your you know, dad was much funnier than me. Oh my God. Smiling and just sort of gentle and wants you to succeed, but doesn't need to be an asshole about it. So it's like, I've realized if I can give this stuff over to my manager, stuff gets done and I'm not driving myself crazy. I still have time to go to the beach. You know, so it's the saboteurs are sometimes just ourselves. It's just this, this other part of our ego state being too mean to us. Um, do you, do you, have, do you have a manager or a, a Capricorn? Do you have a Capricorn in you, Jason? <laughs> well, I, I, I have, um, I'm not a Capricorn. I'm a Leo, right? Yeah, but this is where but the I, name of the show came from. <laughs> I know, but I do, but I do have, um, you know, some of that where, because especially like we've been talking, you know, this month for me is very busy, 
And so when I, when I get that way, I, I have a big list, right? <laughs> Over here of all the stuff that I'm supposed to do and say, and, and a lot of times in, you know, in the course of a day, I, I maybe had 10 things on my list and I get one done. Now I was serving people all day. I was doing what I needed to do. It was stuff that had to get done, but then I will get sometimes hard on myself, you know, just like your, your shadow side Capricorn to say, you know, Oh, come on, Jason, you know, you know, you said you were going to get all this stuff done. You didn't get it all done. You know, you, you don't, you're not keeping your word. What's, what's the matter. Right. And, and so it is, it's, it's trying to, again, have that self-compassion, realizing that, you know, look, probably, probably half the things on my list, I should just turn over to somebody on my team, but I'm still holding on to it for some stupid reason, right, that I have to let go of um, and, and actually allow them to do more. You know, that's, that's where some of my control stuff kind of comes in, you know, in that way that I just need to release more and, and realized again, I mean, Allie <laughs> last night said, you're, you're letting your business drive you again. And I went, Oh shit. <sighs> yep. Honey, you're right. You know, I, I, you know, am, am working more and doing more of the stuff because I feel this pressure to get it done yeah. and the challenge of it, where again, I have to choose choose what's most important, what only I can do and try to delegate the rest of it yeah. and just realize that it's going to be what it is. Yeah. I want to point out something so important in what you just said. When we are in a relationship, when we are in a team, when we are in a couple and somebody sees you working too hard, or if you're the one listening to this, where your spouse is the type A, where the business is driving them again, <laughs> figure out the gentlest, healthiest way to say that to them. Because if you just go, you're working too much again, and da, 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 they're not going to hear you. If you come at me and say, you're a crazy workaholic again, what are you doing? I'm going to be like, screw you. Because my Capricorn's like, no, whatever. Eric said the exact same thing to me the other day. He pointed out in the most gentle way, he goes, you know, you had mentioned that you didn't want to be the way you were before. You didn't want to be working as much. You didn't want to be seeing many clients. He goes, and I know if things are weird with COVID, but you're, I see you kind of doing it again. And I just want to question that because I don't know if that's what you want to be doing right now. And if it is, that's fine. But you said you didn't want to, and now I see you doing it again. And I was like, oh my God, what a perfect way to say that. Just the same thing what Allie did to you. Just yeah. that reminder of, uh, you're doing that thing you said you didn't want to do. <laughs> well, and what was funny is, uh, you know, there was, I can't remember if it was the same day, but it was a day this week too, where, where I could tell that she was kind of looking at me like something's off with me. Right. And, and so later, later in the day, she says, you know, are, are you annoyed at me? And I'm like, no, I'm not annoyed at you. You know, well, you, you kind of seem like you're annoyed. And, and so again, right, she kind of brought that, brought that up to me. And so I sat with that for a little while and I'm like, oh, I probably am annoyed. I'm not annoyed at her. Right. I'm annoyed at myself mm -hmm. because I wasn't getting some of the stuff done that I wanted to. And I was slipping back mm -hmm. right in, into that old way. And again, the gentleness of a partner, a friend, you know, being able to, to bring something that, like that up to us because again we got to just look in the mirror 
and realize, I mean, we started off talking about saboteurs and obstacles, right? A lot of times those come from ourself yeah. and, and we're our own worst enemy. Um, and it's a journey, right? I mean, we are, we, we know this, we've been living this for years, but it still creeps in for us. It creeps in for everybody at different times in your life. The issue is the more you practice, the more you do it, the easier it is to get out of it. Right. Instead of it being like a three week funk, it's like a three minute funk, like, Oh shit. Okay. I just recognize that. Well, I'm going to stop it. I'm going to change. I'm going to move forward. Right. And that takes awareness and that takes knowing who you are. It takes knowing what you want. This is why I love mapping the ego states. I can tell you pretty much all the time who's in charge, who's driving my bus. Um, and it's so great to have a gentle partner who can say, oh, um, you're doing that thing you said you didn't want to do. This is what an accountability partner is for. And if you're not in a relationship, have a coach. Have a, you know, I just did, I just finished up my coaching hours and I saw a bunch of clients, just a one, like one shot free session. And at the end of every single session, I said, what do you need from me now? Do you need me to call you and check in? I'll do it once. I'm not going to bug you every day to do that thing. That's not my job. But do you want me to check in in a week and see if you did that thing you just said you wanted to do? And every single person went, yeah, I would love that. And every single person, except one, did what they said they were going to do. And she goes, oh my God, how did a week go by already? Thank you so much for reminding me that I need to do that. Now, good. That's, I'm done with that. You know, it's like, I'm not going to check in again with her unless she asked me to. But it's like, do we have that inner check-in person or an outer check-in person around us that can go, that can hold us accountable and keep us healthy? Because sometimes we do get a little off the rails. I know I do. Mm -hmm. So when you're off the rails, I think we had an episode on that earlier. When you fall off the wagon, oh, yeah. get back on, right? So that's yeah. one of the lessons of life. So it is, it is. Oh, this is lovely. Saboteurs. Yep. Name it, identify it, see what you can do to get rid of it. Do a workaround. Surround yourself by people that love you and support you and can keep you accountable to things. Yep. And then just make a choice. Move into that other ego state that you need to and move past it because you, you do have way more control over the conditions that are going on in your life and how you choose to respond than most of us realize. Yep. So just make the choice, move on. Exactly. I love it. Yep. Move the choice and move on. All right. Lovely. All right. I'm Kathy Groover. I can be reached at kathygroover.com. And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. Go out. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. See ya.